and that Hillary's uh, fingerprints were on them, among other people's. God damn it. Wait, 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 wait. Let's back up a second here. The Clinton's fingerprints were on the Clinton safe? Well, on the document in the safe. The Clinton's, fin- the Clinton's fingerprints, fingerprints were on the Clinton's, documents, on the Clinton's documents in the Clinton safe. Clinton safe. Yes. Oh my god, dude. Somebody call, oh, wait, 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 somebody wait, call wait, the wait, FBI. Wait, We've got it. We've got them, dude. Nailed them. Back it up. Hang on. Make I'll get you, Beer Baron. More time. The Clinton's fingerprints were on the Clinton's documents that were in the Clinton safe that were in the Clinton's private residence in the White House. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the Trilateral Troika. This is Steve along with the other Steve. Hi. And Ryan. Bro, I got butt heavy this week. Oh no. <laughs> Bud Heavy? Yeah. Oh, like just... like all American Bud Classic Bud Heavy. Oh. oh, I thought you I thought you meant that one they make that's that's like a it's not a bourbon barrel, I don't think, but it's like one of those like whiskey barrel beers, but it's still Bud, so there's like yeah. Bud Light <laughs> it's like Bud Ultimate or something in the blue. There's a platinum. The Bud Platinum, platinum. Yeah. BLP. Yeah. It's, it's awful beer. I've got <laughs> it's it terrible. before. But it is higher in ABV than normal Bud, you know? It's because it's a malt beer, or it's a malt it's, beverage. It's not like... I yeah. just had a, uh Imperial Pumpkin Ale from Cigar City called Good Gourd. And, uh, <gasps> that stuff is so good. Yeah, it's 8.1. And yeah. then I thought, man, I want another high ABV because I don't want to drink all night. And I found a space dust that I had left over, so I'm getting Elysian space dust. Elysian, yes. Elysian, yes. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, uh-huh. man. Goddamn right. They're on sale at some point. But anyway, it sounded like you popped your cheek instead of opening a bottle. <laughs> like it sounded like you were just like, "I got, hey boys." Uh, it's because um, this stuff automatically turns you into a redneck as soon as you start drinking butt heavy. That's what we used to get it for uh, July 4th. Uh, we'd get like a bunch of the America cans that they that they put out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Form yeah. of flag desecration. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but cat, peak, uh, peak flag code violation <laughs> right there. and I would just be at the Publix <laughs> and just be like, we got to get some of that for July 4th. All right. Anyway, speaking of America, what are we talking about this week? Speaking of things we're, that are really shitty, we're, we're going to be we're going to be talking about the greatest political crime of the 1990s. Uh, are we talking about Bill Gates' blowjob? Are you talking about when I was in grade school and they banned those slappy bands that you could put around your yes. mother? That was, yes. that was just crime. talk about government. That child was bro. blinded. Yeah, a but you know what? Blinded, a child's blinded every 12 minutes. But we don't make laws about it. <laughs> That's exactly actually why we have laws. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have laws because children are blinding themselves. Are we Are we talking about the uh, political scandal where Bill Clinton nutted on an intern's dress? <laughs> Well, we're we're, well, we're talking actually, about everything up until then. You don't have to be you don't have to be so crude about it. But Steve was actually going to bring up the fact that you know Christian like Catholic Christian communion hosts are gluten free, and he that's all he was going to talk about. 
I'm just going to throw out there that I think the word ejaculated is way more disgusting and crude than nutted. That's just me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Except if you're in coitus. Like, if you're in coitus and you're like, oh, I just ejaculated, you sound like, you sound like you're no, in like, Sherlock Holmes. Even just the word just sounds way worse. Have you ever read Sherlock Holmes where he literally refers to, like, men ejaculating, but he just means, like, they're, like, uh, like saying things in an exasperated manner? No. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like the old definition of it. He ejaculated. It'd be like if I was like, Ryan, how dare you? Like that. <laughs> I ejaculated. So anyway, speaking of ejaculate. Um, so this sort of ties into when we were talking about um, Iran-Contra, where there's this whole sort of um, effort by by politicians or whatever to sort of frame up i wouldn't say frame up to sort of get to the bottom of what the reagan administration was doing because they were they were committing crimes they got caught and i kind of feel like um a lot of the scrutiny that the clintons got especially whitewater was sort of the republicans trying to do their own version of that on like the first real democratic like leader in over a decade Okay, so all right, <laughs> I just <laughs> I just want to clarify something real quick, and this is actually perfect because I smoked a bowl before the show, so I can do this and not feel bad about myself for being this goddamn stupid. Right? I was always <laughs> under the assumption that Whitewater, the Clinton scandal, was Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, and because at the time I was like roughly ten, I guess maybe. Um, I always thought, like, the Whitewater scandal was Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky, like, Whitewater, like, semen, oh, all over the dress, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know that. <laughs> That's the most 10-year-old deduction ever. <laughs> I was fucking 10, and then I didn't give a fuck enough, you know, as I got older to, like, research what it actually was. I was just always under the assumption that the, quote-unquote, Whitewater scandal was Bill Clinton having an affair with Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. No, it was, it was like so I'm totally 100 percent wrong. 100. <laughs> I I don't know exactly what it is. I've looked it up before, but I have the attention span of a newt, so like a goldfish. Okay, but but this is this is where a lot of the things originate from. Like this is one of the things that sort of supported the the Clinton body count <laughs> conspiracy theory, which is that the Clintons have like personally killed like dozens of people what are we at right now like 32 33 i'm not gonna at? say who told me recently but i think it was eight <laughs> eight okay fuck okay I, i'm i guess i'm attributing some bodies to them that don't really need to be attributed to them my bad well Go ahead. the the thing about that is is a, apparently some of these like clinton body count conspiracy theories involve like people who are still alive that that in the conspiracy theory are said to have been like died under mysterious circumstances or were killed by killed and replaced um, by crisis actors is this yeah, the kind of thing where like clones, they're like oh hillary's hologram. actually in guantanamo it's just a uh, uh, an actor that's playing her right now she's actually no in guantanamo. that's 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 oh i'm getting my stupid conspiracies mixed up but to to sort of get us um started because you know bill bill clinton had been a, a sort of um governmental and and sort of legal figure in arkansas before he became president where he was um at the governor but before all that happened um he had a friend named jim mcdougall that he had been associated with since 1968 um and jim mcdougall 
got him in on a, a real estate investment in 1977. Um, and the Clintons got in on this because they're looking for ways um, to supplement their income. Because uh, at that time, in, in 1977, Bill Clinton was um, the Arkansas Attorney General. And Hillary Clinton herself was just a lawyer. Um, and their combined income was about the equivalent to $200,000 today. I'm sorry, was just a lawyer? Are you fucking kidding? Listen, that's a lot of money back in the 90s. Come on. That's a lot of money now. Like, what? Well, no, yeah, that's that's how much they had um, it relative, like, converting it over in today's money. I mean, even still, that's still not an insignificant amount of money. How much are you talking? It's not. But just, just like a lot of other... Um, sort of wealthier people they decide you know they're going to get in on this this real estate um in investment with him in order to you know generate some extra cash okay um so in the spring of 1978 um mcdougall um proposes to the clintons that they join him and his mcdougall his wife. sorry McDougal. i had to, I had to do it susan <laughs> I just figured i'd interrupt you now and get it over with <laughs> i can just picture clinton <laughs> high as shit like just mcdougall walks in i can just go mcduke like that can you just picture that i can picture that just high as shit the fucking he's wearing like a wife beater and like uh just the rest of his suit but instead of the rest of the suit he just has a wife beater on top and he's got a fucking uh saxophone just chilling on his chest mcduke i can just say it sorry Uh. So they they buy together. They buy about two hundred and thirty acres of, of land. <laughs> I love how he just blows right past that. Doesn't even fucking bat it off. <laughs> All right, go ahead, McDougal. You know what we should do? We should buy two hundred and thirty acres of <laughs> land. That sounds like something a high person would do. You know. Now, now McDougal. You know, there's one thing they're not making anymore. Land. <laughs> I'll tell you. Got to get it where you can, bro. I'll tell you, Duke. They're not making any more land. Um, and this, this, this land was near was south of the um, the White River, um, near Flippin, Arkansas, um, which is located in the Ozark Mountains. Their their plan was to sort of subdivide the the land they had bought into um, lots for vacation homes, um, in order to to sell them to people coming down. Uh, from up north in the Midwest, from Chicago and Detroit, um, to to sort of give them, you know, cheap, cheaper, lower lower property taxes and um, sort of access um, to rural Arkansas. Okay. Um, and and so this is essentially a standard. You know, they're going to buy and hold the property for a couple years, and then they're going to f- sell it at a profit. Of course. So altogether, they borrow about two hundred and. Um, three thousand dollars to buy the land. It costs two hundred three thousand dollars to buy two hundred and thirty acres of land in the Ozarks. Yeah, in nineteen. This is the nineties. Ninety. The nineties. What year was it? This is in nineteen. This is nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, oh, oh. seventy-eight. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. That makes way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, gonna say, so, tell me what toys are out, so I know what part of the nineties <laughs> it in. You could have just said pet <laughs> Tonk, rock. T- Tonka trucks Pet that are rock. actually still made out of metal. Well, you know, Howdy Doody was still doing good in '78. <laughs> a, a, a rusted, a rusted uh, Tonka truck. A rusted Tonka Bro, truck. Bro, I had one of those metal Tonka trucks. I think seriously, like if you had a very small haul, you could probably use it in a like commercial capacity. <laughs> <laughs> 
You trying to clear out a sandbox? Done. Uh, you got to get those margins, you know? It costs, it costs nothing to run my little taco truck. There's no gas. But t- together, they, they sort of form a, a corporation to manage the land, um, which they transfer their ownership to, which was called the Whitewater Development Corporation. And they all had equal shares oh, in this company. shit. So the McDougal couple, the Dukes and the Clints, yeah. four of them have equal shares in 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 how many acres? Two hundred something acres in the Ozarks, right? Yeah. Okay, and they they created a corporation so that they, if they were ever sued, it couldn't be taken from them. I guess that's right. Well, no, what I, the the idea is is that they form the corporation together in order to sort of make, um, in order to equally. Um, distribute the money to each other after they build it up and, and uh, share it. Okay. Because um, they are going to name the subdivision um, Whitewater Estates, um, which is chosen by Susan McDougal, um, and and they pitch it as um, one weekend here, and you'll never want to live anywhere else. Wow, that's a okay. That's a, that's a big statement to make. Okay. Um, and they they incorporated it on June eighteenth, nineteen seventy nine. But the problem was was that when the lots were were surveyed um, and, and made available for sale in um, nineteen seventy nine, um, interest rates had climbed to near twenty uh, percent. God damn! Um, so they don't really have a good market for selling um, land for vacation homes. Nobody can afford that um, shit. So what they do instead is that they they decide they're going to take a loss. Um, and they decide to build some model homes and wait for the economy to improve in order to um, to sell off the, the land that they had bought. So they bought 230 acres just to build a, a residential development? That was it? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's the whitest fucking thing you could... That's just what? some Florida shit right there. God That's what that damn. is. Like, yeah. uh, what you should be doing is buying it and preserving Hey, look, an enchanted land. forest. Being... It'd be saying, a shame if somebody should, burned it down and built some homes. I'm saying you should preserve the land. You're going to buy 230 acres. You don't fucking sell it to build houses. You preserve it. Never mind. Bro, just- if you buy 230 acres of land, your whole intent was to make money. So you're going to do anything you can to make money at that point. Yeah, hold on to it for 30 years and you can sell it at Happens all the time. Price. Happens all the yeah. time. So, anyway. Um... Jim, Jim will eventually ask the Clintons for, for more money um, to, to make the interest payments on the loan they have and, and other expenses. Um, and and the Clintons gave him this money, but they would later claim that they had no real, no real knowledge of what he was using the money for. I mean, um, he told them, right? Like, he told them, right? He told them, hey, I'm using this for interest payments? Well, he said, like, I need, I need additional funds for, for such and such. Um, but they don't. But they never knew, like, if they were actually used for that. Ah, uh, okay. Which, which, which will, which will somewhat come up in in a bit. Okay. Um. So because, um, be, because of the election in 1980, um, Jim McDougal, um, loses his job as the governor's economic aide, um, and he decides to go into uh, banking. So in in 19 in 1980. Um, he uh, he buys the Bank of Kingston, um, Jamaica. And I'm sorry, he just buys a fucking bank of a city. 
Well, it's just like a, a local, like, like sort of like credit union type thing. Not Kingston, Jamaica, then. Yeah, not Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> hey, um, man, Mr. McDougal's hey, coming to buy the bank. your bank, man. Bumblecloak, you're buying your bank. It's funny, because, like, we make these Jamaican accents. The first thing we say is a curse word every fucking time. Uh, <laughs> Mr. McDougal coming to buy the Rosclad Bumblecloak bank. <laughs> 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 Mr. McDoo with a the white man devil. Say he gonna write some runes. <laughs> We're gonna get some angry letters. <laughs> nah, we'll be all right. It's all right. <laughs> um, and then, and in 1982, he purchases the the Woodruff Savings Alone, um, and he renames both of them to um, the the Bank of Kingston is renamed the Madison Bank and Trust, and Woodruff Savings and Loan is renamed to Madison Guarantee Savings and Loan. Sounds about white. <laughs> um. <laughs> In, in the spring of um, in the spring of 1985, because um, Bill Clinton was um, had had run for governor in 1984, um, and, and he had won, uh, McDougal held a fundraiser um, at his bank at, at Madison Guarantee um, in Little Rock that helped pay off some of Clinton's um, campaign debt. Okay. So it, Clinton had a campaign debt of fifty thousand dollars, and McDougal raised. Um, thirty-five thousand dollars. Okay, that's not bad. Okay. Um, and, is that and 12, legal? It, well, we'll 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 get into that. Okay. Um, and and it, it mostly yes. Um, but there's a lot of questions that come up considering like what happens with McDougal and the bank and, and a bunch of other things. Okay. Oh shit. Um, and and twelve thousand dollars of that um was made in cashier's checks from the Madison Guarantee. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That that doesn't sound legit. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. That's the bank that he owns, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. I think he's trying to do some bullshit. I call bullshit. Yeah. In 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 nineteen in nineteen eighty five, um, he he invests in a local construction company, um, uh, called Castle Grand, um, which is which is a project, um, to to develop a thousand acres. Um, south of Little Rock, um, that were priced at about one point seventy-five million dollars, which at that time was more than McDougal could afford um, himself. Okay, fair. I mean, if he could it, afford the so, whole one million and change, he would have just paid for the entire Clinton's campaign debt. Yes, but um, so at that time, this is actually legal what he does, um, and it. And under the current law, this was the maximum he could borrow, is that he was able to borrow um, $600,000 from his own bank. What? Man, the 80s were a hell of a time, weren't they? Um, so Driven by they, cocaine. Dude, the amount of largesse and just grip that happened in the 80s is astounding. We're just talking about, never a, we're talking about a fraction of it, and it's just... Just the idea that you could bar, you could just fucking wantonly borrow six hundred grand from your own institution. This all, and that'd be legal. Yeah, yeah. There's no legal, no conflict of interest there at all. I mean, it's you know, totally fine. And again, that's so, more than half a million fucking dollars that you can just say, "Hey, I'm borrowing this, guys. Cool. All right, bye." <laughs> like what the, what the fuck? You it, could it's walk actually, in and put money in a briefcase like you are straight up robbing the place. It's no. it's actually more than that in today's money because that's that's at that time. Don't don't rub it in. 
Um, <laughs> don't, don't rub salt in a wound. <laughs> so, so what he does is he starts involving others to raise the additional money, um, and he he has an employee of the bank um, work on this project named Seth Ward. And his job is to um, to, to funnel the additional $1.15 million that he needs. So here's um, my question, right, before we go any further. Is Bill Clinton involved with uh, Castillo Grande? Is Bill Clinton involved with that? or He, he is not, but Hillary um, is the attorney at the Rose Law Firm um, that provides legal services to them. I don't know what the uh, hell you guys are talking about at all. Okay. But she's but but essentially like as far as I've been able to find and see is that she was just sort of like their their retainer. Okay. Like like she was just the lawyer that they had that they did things through. It wasn't like she was you know like because she wasn't even a particularly popular, powerful, anything like that at this point, right? No, she's she's just a she's just a lawyer. Okay. Um, and single and so female order, lawyer. Well. <laughs> But in order to avoid um, people finding out about what he's doing, um, he has he moves the money back and forth um, among several like other investors and intermediaries. Why though? If what he's doing is not illegal, why would he do that? Because because of how he's because of the ways in which he's getting the money, um, that he is um, he he's somewhat committing like uh, fraud. He's committing. <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm not surprised. What if you went to a courtroom and you said, Your Honor, I don't even know what I'm being charged with here. And the fucking judge said, well, you're kind of, kind of, sort of committing fraud. You know what? (laughs) Suck my dick, fuck man. Suck my dick, you fuck man. I'm going to have to mark this episode explicit now. God damn it. I, I believe it would be considered wire fraud. Because of how he's how he's moving the money around to convince investors, ah, he was and, selling wire, and just, hmm. and, and just sort of uh, getting getting the money around. Uh, okay. But in 1986, um, federal regulators realize, you know, that what he's doing um, is is like is is illegal, and that Did they you just make they quote believe marks that in the air when you said realize. <laughs> they realized. Well, you have to remember this is the 80s. I know. So I know it's the 80s. I'm taking everything with a grain of salt. But it, it's <laughs> a lot, and cocaine. It, it takes a lot longer for these things to be noticed. Um, and they call it a... Um, See, if you're saying they, they didn't have like, the internet back then? Or, is that what you're saying? No. Well, they, they did, but, you know... No, no. Not like we know it. Yeah. Just hop on their BBS and ask, you know, hey, can you can you run down to... Hi, this is Slick <laughs> Willie. I'm going to post that on the, uh, channel? the Hacker's Haven BBS. I'm trying to find a BBW. <laughs> yeah, ASL, baby. <laughs> so, in in July of 1986, uh, McDougal resigns from Madison... McDougs! The um, Ward um, Ward falls under investigation... Um, along with the lawyer who helped him um, draft the the agreement that he was using in order to get the the money. Wait a minute, what's his name? Seth Ward. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't he the guy that died that Hannity was going all in on? No, that no, that's uh, Seth Rich. Seth Rich. Yeah. What is with these motherfuckers and people named Seth? Like they, they're Christians. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
so Castle Grand um, earned about um, $2 million in commissions and fees um, from McDougal's uh, business associates. Um, and they also um, they also paid an unknown amount of legal fees to the Rose Law Firm. Um, but the Castle Grand collapses um, at, at a cost of $4 million to the government in 1989. Okay. So fe- federal regulators have to move in. They have to take over the bank. Um, and then at, at the time of this, th- this was involved in like a huge like nationwide savings and loan crisis that was happening in the United States. Okay. In 86. Um, I'm about to say, which one was this? Because this has been like 100 since I've been alive. This is this is in 89. Okay. Um, and so the, the failure of, of Madison Guarantee ends up costing the United States $73 million. Um, but did our, our, our man, the Duke, have to pay back any of that? McDougs! Hey, Hillary, come well, here, McDougs is here. <laughs> well, obviously he, he doesn't. We're going to try to smoke weed of out of my not. saxophone. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, <listen. laughs> I swear, McDougs, if you ask me if I can play Careless Whisper one more time. <laughs> <laughs> and so it all in all the Clintons end up losing around between um thirty seven thousand and sixty nine thousand dollars. But how much did they make um, illicitly? Hmm? Well they, That's a real they, question here. They they lost well they lost the money because they all lost money. None none of them made money because of the it failed. Mm-hmm. Um and <laughs> And critics of the Clintons will say that this is evidence that not because, you know, um, that that they had um, that they like because they had contributed so little that it was because Bill had done Bill and Hillary had done other things um, to to sort of gain um, to gain money elsewhere for the project. <laughs> no, no, Hillary, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to have you dress up and go hit the street corner there, Hillary. <laughs> Take one for the team, on. We need to contribute. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You just made Bill Clinton Elvis at the end there. <laughs> yeah. <And> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> just. Just doing fake karate on people all the time. Hiya, baby. Yeah, like Mac, like Mac from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, eventually, there's a a report that's done called the Pillsbury Report, um, and it's done by the the Pillsbury Madison Sutro Law Firm um, at the time that the Madison Guarantee um, Savings and Loan is dissolved. Okay. You go into it. They um, go into it, and it's literally just. Uh, every senator in the room is, is eating a Twinkie. And it's like, now, uh, Mr. Pillsbury, mm, by the way, these are delicious. Well, this isn't, this isn't even a government, uh, like, study. This is just a, a report that a law firm did on it. Was this law firm commissioned to do this report, or was this done of their own volition? It was commissioned by Seth Rich. I, they, they, were, they were commissioned to do it. Wait, were they um, really commissioned by Seth Rich? You know, no, let me, let me oh. see, I, think I just Seth made Rich a point, like, though. That was my point. That's why I said they were commissioned by Seth Rich. <laughs> That's how, that right there, okay, is how easy it is to invent bullshit. It's so easy. You just need one person to think you're telling the truth, 
and just repeat <laughs> it over and over and over again. It doesn't matter if you have evidence, okay? I was well, asking legitimately because I mean, right? I don't know. For all I know, well, it Ryan, been. you you do realize this is 1989. Seth Rich was born in 1989. Uh, well, damn. Why are they exploiting children like that? <laughs> Wait, what? He was less than a year old. <laughs> he was born in 89. Yeah, I'm fucking super confused. <laughs> Seth Seth Rich was only a um, he was only like an intern. Oh, like a I'm talking helper. about the other Seth. No, Seth Seth Ward is Seth Ward is unrelated. That's who I meant to talk about. I was just throwing that out there. Okay, see that would have made yeah. more sense. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Seth Rich Seth Fine. Rich is one years old. He's not yet killing people for the Clintons. Not yet. Not bum, yet. Bum, bum, bum. Big dude, just give the baby a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so and and a lot of this is done because you have to remember at this time that that Bill Clinton is the governor of Arkansas. So that's one reason why this 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 report's done. And um, as my re- fifth grade teacher told me several times, he is very handsome. <laughs> um, and and the re- the report concluded that um, concluded that McDougal um, was was sort of like the main person behind it, and that that Bill Clinton was only a passive investor in. It. Oh, of course, he's a patsy. Yeah, and the the Associated Press. Um, essentially said that this generally supported um, the Clinton's description of events. But later on, during the, the Senate Whitewater Committee hearings, um, the lawyer who, the, the attorney who supervised the report, Charles Patterson, um, stated that it was, um, that the purpose of the report was not to, quote-unquote, vindicate, castigate, or exculpate. Okay, and I just want to go one more time. Whitewater is not referring to Bill Clinton's cum, Right. It is oh my god, please <laughs> remind me to mark this episode as explicit. Good god. Yeah, bro, we're, we're way past that now. <laughs> oh my god. Um, when, when Ryan, if you would just give Steve a few minutes, he'll get to Bill Clinton's cum. You keep bringing it up. You keep bringing up his cum like Monica Lewinsky did. <laughs> In- I'll, make that, I'll make that the intro. <laughs> I'm fucking crying, man. Oh god, I'm sorry. Uh, You broken Ryan. Here we go. Continue. He'll be alright. He's got the little case of the giggies, the giggly googles. I get the the gigs. The giggly goggles. Um, (laughs) The giggly gaggles. So in in 1992, um, what what happens is that as Clinton's running for president, um, he's asked about this um, by. by New York Times reporters um, about um, about the sort of failing development and his involvement in it, um, and, and this sort of becomes um, something that comes up in news during the election. In in March of 1992, as well, it, it sort of comes up that the Clintons had not paid, um, ha- had made like improper tax deductions um, for interest payments they had made on the Whitewater Development Company um, in 1984 and 1985. Um, but considering the the age of the mistake, they didn't have to pay the money. Um, uh, so so but there they, was they some like like uh, not reciprocity. What am I looking for here? Like they just they excused it to a certain extent because it was so well, old it, and they they caught it so late. 
well, it's, it's also it past its statute of limitations. They ding, yeah, they a... ding the shit out of Wesley Snipes, and I'm pretty sure he wasn't paying taxes for a long time. Let me tell you something. Passenger 57 got screwed, okay? Yeah. He got fucked over. He did. Is what it boiled well, to. Well, did he really, though? Yeah, he did. I heard he, like, legit, like, didn't pay. The thing is, is with paying your taxes, well, is that you're you know, always responsible for your taxes. It doesn't matter the, who does the, them. The thing with Wesley Snipes is, is that Wesley Snipes used a, a sovereign citizen sort of logic to argue that he didn't have to pay taxes. Did he fucking he claimed, really? Because he claimed he was, um, Wesley he Snipes he was a foreign. He he claimed he was a foreign national, um, in sort of like not a full on like Moorish science type level, ah. but but sort of saying that because he's because he's black that therefore he was not a. a a full citizen of the you United can, States. But, okay, but but before that, I thought that he went to some like really fucked up accountant who screwed him over, and when he realized how fucked he was, that was that his was like his that was his like, defense. That, that was his way out. Yeah, because that's how it almost always happens: is that you have an accountant who's either a cooking the books or b doing it, and you don't know about it. I could be totally wrong, but that's what I thought. But, Wesley Snipes got fucked hard, and his only. Is only Steve, I'm gonna be honest. Winging a prayer. You should be. be like, uh, uh, you uh. should be ready for these questions because Wesley. If you're gonna bring up Bill Clinton, how are you not expecting a Wesley Snipes conversation? <laughs> how, how can you not foresee that the conversation would go from Bill Clinton to Passenger 57? I don't know how you couldn't see that. Seriously, but. we've we've always established we always bet on black. We always bet on black. That's right. <laughs> always bet on black. Oh, so good. Um, so good. Even though the Clintons aren't obligated to pay back this money, they they agree to do so um, in the future. And how much money are we talking about again? $65,000. I just made it up. See? See? It's that easy. Because they they pay it back, um, and it was was $4,900. That's it? That's it? Ryan, you got to understand. It's 1989 or 92. That was well, sorry. It's worth like ten thousand. No, it's like, it's worth like a thousand million dollars right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's egregiously low, but anyway. Um, so uh, the deputy White House counsel at that time, uh, uh, after um, Bill Clinton is elected, um, Vince Foster um, looks into the um, looks into this whole matter. Um, but no, no action was taken before Vince Foster dies. Wait a minute, he died? Yeah, so Vince Foster was a childhood friend of, of Bill Clinton. Like, they, they grew up together. Okay. Um, and Vince was a co-worker of Hillary's at the Rose Law Firm. Before he became the chief counsel? Yeah, he was a part of Bill's team in Arkansas, and Bill brought him up with him to Washington um, to work in his um, administration but he wasn't really prepared for it, um, and he couldn't really deal with the stress. And so he, was and he so, the first one. And so he died. And so one? he died. The Clinton, the Clinton body. Well, count? was he the first one? Yeah. So so what yeah, happens is, is. <laughs> so what happens in in May of 1993, um, there there's a bit of a scandal with the White House travel office because seven employees at the office are abruptly like fired. Okay. Um, and and this causes no. Because even though um, the, these employees serve at the pleasure of the president, like they're 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 not appointed, like well they are they're they're appointments that don't have to go through the senate or anything, and he can just like like remove them and install them whenever he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when they're sort of pressed on it, um, 
they they claim that it's done for um, because of financial improprieties uh, oh. during um, and then later on it's revealed by an FBI investigation that there there's been embezzling going on. This dude definitely got fucking iced, didn't he? Did so. Well, well, what happens is is that first that critics first say that this was done to install like friends of friends of Bill and Hillary um, to to sort of take over the, these positions that were um, that were vacated. Um, but eventually, they reinstate the people who had been fired um, uh, because of like the media um, outcry against it. Okay. Um, and, and it's later found out by the FBI, like I said, that um, that there was embezzlement going on, and the travel office director, um, Billy Dale, um, was actually charged with embezzlement in 1995, but he was found not guilty. Mm. Um, and, and Hillary at this time also begins um, coming under scrutiny um, because allegedly she, she had a central role in these firings. Okay. What, what was um, and, her role? It, well, that she was that she had pressed for them to be fired. That she had that she had suggested it. Okay. And that also that she had that she had made false statements was a claim. <clears throat> um, okay. But in but in two thousand, um, the Independent Counsel um, Robert Ray issued a final report on tr- um, what was called Travelgate. Two first names. Um, huge liar. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Got him. Got him. And. And and he said that um, the charges um, that there would be no charges against her, um, and that although some of her statements were factually false, um, they couldn't really prove that she knew they were false. How? Um, where that <laughs> Steve? What? Steve, let me stop you right there. I'm going to take the, the wind fuck? completely out of your sails. <laughs> please do. Please. Isn't please. like isn't this every single Clinton thing? Like like they they investigate the shit out of them, and they're never found guilty of anything. Yeah, isn't that the isn't, Teflon Don is not Al Capone? The Teflon well, Don the Teflon Don was John Gotti, but the oh, okay, yeah. John Gotti. It's not John Gotti. It's fucking Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Like it? Well, I don't even know if that's the case. Like it just it just sounds like it's never real. Like it sounds like it's like always fake. Well, it's, well that's that's the thing is that from the moment that Bill Clinton becomes president, there becomes this whole sort of um, like Ken Starr is essentially put in charge of a hit squad, right? To, to sort of remove Bill Clinton. Yeah, you from talked office. about that in the um, the former episode we did. Um, which episode it, was that? It, on the uh, on Iran. On Iran Contra, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. and also too, which 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 we'll get to later on. Uh, like at the end of this, even Ken Starr says that this was taken to a ridiculous level. Um, oh wait, wait. So are you saying that? Wait, wait. That, well, I'll bring it up later. Go ahead. Never mind. So. While all this is going on, Vince Foster is trying to do his job. He's also in charge of appointing people to some different positions, um, but his appointments that have to go through Senate hearings are, are failing. And the the stress of the job is really starting to get to him. And then eventually, when he's found out to be involved um, in aspects of this and other things, um, the Wall Street Journal begins writing editorials in June and July of 1993, essentially targeting... Uh, Vince Foster, and one of one of the articles was titled "Who is Vincent Foster?" I mean, that's a normal title I can think of. Like, that doesn't really. But just just imagine you're some you're you're just some like middle like middle manager guy 
who doesn't really who wants to stay out of the spotlight and isn't really that in charge of things and then all of a sudden one of the major newspapers in the country is running editorial hit pieces on it, you. it's like I mean, it's like me because i'm, I'm kind of like middle management at my job and like all like i don't want to be a public figure and then be like all of a sudden you just hear my name in the fucking paper tomorrow and i'm like what did he do so he he begins to get Probably upset over this because this podcast, that's what i did <laughs> well, you know, McDoog, we're going to sue the trilateral Troika. The Doog. <laughs> so he, Foster gets worried because he, cause he's, he's worried about having to do congressional hearings and having to testify at them. I'm sorry, Anita Hill went. In front, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead, continue. But but Vince Vince Foster, like he he doesn't really want to be in Washington. He doesn't really want to be doing this job. He doesn't like the attention he's getting, and the idea of having to go in front of Congress and testifying about this makes him like really upset. So then, why did he take the job in the first place? Again, because his friend offered it to isn't him. Isn't that because his best? Imagine your best friend you, offered you, you say, a job, you say no. and you didn't want to turn him down. You say no. You're an idiot. Yeah. You say no. So listen, listen. Here's the deal. Yes, Here's but... the deal. I don't like working with sick children, okay? it's I don't like doing it. If my best friend offered me a job to work in the pediatric ER, I would say, fuck no. That's not what my if, jam, What if bro. they said they're, you were going to make a ridiculous amount of money? No. I don't well, you like don't, we, doing that. I would, well, even I, working I for the White House, rules. he wasn't going to make a ridiculous amount of money. That's what you say. run his pockets (laughs) just this idea like that i've created a short meme of this fucking supposed high conversation it's just playing over and over in my head just just bill clinton um i'm gonna call hillary Hillary clinton killed vince well what happens is is that vince foster is upset over this and eventually all of this sort of gets to him and and he began suffering from depression. You know, he had left sure. his wife and his his son back in Arkansas because his son was in his senior year of, of high school. Okay, you said depression. Um, you Don't said left his wife. Killed himself. You mean he relocated, he, right? Like he just wasn't around his family because of this. Well, yeah, he relocated to Washington D.C. Yeah. to work in the White House, right, right. and his wife and his son stayed in right. in Arkansas. So he was living the baseball and, life. And. <laughs> And so what what happens is is that he contacts his um, his doctor in Arkansas where he gets um, where he gets a prescription of trazodone oh. at, at a at a low at a low initial dosage. Don't um, even tell me this dude killed himself. Don't and then listen, on the don't fo- even try to fucking tell me that shit. And in the following day, um, he in Fort Marcy Park um, in Virginia, um, he he shoots himself. Shut the fuck up. No, he didn't. No, he was because he was no planning. <laughs> he was planning on resigning, um, but in, in his briefcase, his resignation letter was found, and it was torn up into um, twenty-seven, uh, twenty-seven pieces. That's an ominous um, number. And, and in the letter, he he talked about how the Wall Street Journal editors lie without consequence, um, and he also says, "I was not meant for the job or the spotlight of public life in Washington. Here, ruining people is considered sport." I don't believe it. Hillary Clinton killed him. Because what what had happened <laughs> Say, too in exactly May of, why these things go on. Right here. And in May of and in May of eighth, nineteen ninety three, which was not long after, um, which was not that long before he kills himself. 
Um, he gave a very depressing like commencement address to the University of Arkansas Law School. Um, and in it, he says, the reputation you develop for intellectual and ethical integrity will be your greatest asset or your worst enemy. You will, you will be judged by your judgment. Treat every pleading, every brief, every contract, every letter, every daily task as if your career will be judged on it. There is no victory, no advantage, no fee, no favor, which is worth even a blemish on your reputation for intellect and integrity. Dents to the reputation in your legal profession are irreparable. Hmm. Um, and one of the faculty members who heard it, they said, quote unquote, the most depressing graduation speech I had ever heard in both content and manner. <laughs> <laughs> so depressing. So that he's body number one then. He's like patient zero. Yes, he's, he's usually zero. He, he's usually considered to be someone that the Quintons um, are, okay, are accused okay. of killing, but it does, okay, but it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, like why? Yeah, what the fuck would they have killed him for? Is it? It's, it doesn't make any sense. His resignation letter was in the fucking briefcase. That's all. That's already circumstantial evidence that it's a, not a murder, and it was ruled a fucking suicide. I don't buy it. <clears throat> I don't buy it. Somebody wrote that resignation letter, tore it up, put it in his briefcase, and then killed him. Yeah, but... Hillary, I'm looking at you. Look, Poirot, settle the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> McDug, I need you to go shoot my buddy Vince. Her- the dude. Hercule Poirot over here. <laughs> um, I'm Alex Jones. God damn it, I think Hillary killed him. I think Hillary took a gun I'll tell you what, in his mouth I've never heard pulled the trigger. anyone killing themselves because they were in the newspaper. The- the globalist, the globalist killed him. It's 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 rule number one of the globalist book. It's very obvious. Um, to put a gun in his mouth and pull the trigger. I, I don't know why they would kill him and then not eat him. Then they so, turned around and made the frogs gay. So around this time, um, in, in December of uh, December twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three, the Clintons pay um, they pay the reimbursement back to the IRS and the money they owed, um, and this was done as the Justice Department is seeking. Um, the Clinton's Whitewater Files. Okay. Um, and so they did this as filing um, an amended return, um, and it also included the full interest on the amount um, that they had not paid. Do we know how much that was? Uh, $4,900. That was that amount I said. That's like fucking pocket change. Why didn't they just give it to him to get him to shut up and go away? Well, that's what they did. Okay. They they didn't know, and then when it came up, when people were like going through their tax records, they realized they hadn't paid a, a decade a, a decade pretty much before this. They had not paid the proper taxes, and they were getting on them about it. Okay. Which 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 again is, is very quaint in in the current climate. Yeah. Um, hilarious. And and eventually the Whitewater files that they release. Or that they give to the Justice Department are, are made public on August, in August of 1995. All right. Um, and and it sort of shows that even though they asserted they didn't know, um, it, it sort of shows that they may have been aware that they were that they were not making the proper tax payments on their on their investment. So, let's get this straight. Powerful couple. Excused of their behavior in the 80s uh, with regards to paying taxes, which, by the way, a minor tax mistake, right? Like, as far as punitive. Yeah, it's pretty pretty minor. Right. So they were excused of it. But was this a political bent that pushed it forward again? 
Is that is that more like along the lines with the whole Iran Contra thing with you know basically just yeah, taking the guns out onto Clinton? They're they're definitely like paying. By the it way, I don't I don't like. I want to make it very clear. Like I'm not a fan of. Uh, well, Bill I'm not Clinton. a I'm not a fan. Either. I don't think any of us really like any of these politicians at all. But like, it certainly seems ridiculous. It seems that way, but <laughs> leave it to the high guy in the room you know. to to invent the uh, situation. You know. Uh, oh my god. And so, and after Foster had died in in July of 1993, um, the the deputy White House counsel, um, it, his office had had um, had documents related to Whitewater and other um, and, and other sort of items related to the Clintons, um, and the the chief White House counsel um, Bernard uh, Newsbaum, he um, after after they find out that Vince Foster has died. Um, they, he goes and removes the documents from Foster's office. Oh, that um, sounds like illegal. And then he gives them to the um, to the chief of staff of the first lady, Maggie Williams. That sounds fucking illegal. Um, and then, so it, it's eventually found out that Williams placed the documents in the safe um, in, in the Clinton's residence in the White House um, for about five days before turning them over to the Clinton family lawyer. <laughs> Snitch. Huh. And all of this is not all of this is not illegal because these are their personal like files. So again, no, again, there's there could be the appearance in... of impropriety, but it's not fucking illegal what they're doing. Because because the because uh, the the thing that gets spun up as this being like a big thing is them putting the files like that. Is that they they hit the files like they 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 put the files away before they could give them to the lawyer. Because there's a there's like a, a, a like an assassin squad essentially combing DC for anything they could have and like if they came across if if someone from that group you know went into Foster's office if those things hadn't been secured they would have just like grabbed them. It's like people are slimy as shit, dude. It's like, really? It's like a fucking Dan Brown novel. Yeah, because they would have been like, well. You know, he's dead, and we gotta look into this, and then they just start, you know, like, breaking open file cabinets. <laughs> Alright, boys, Jesus. let's get some papers. Steal- <laughs> stealing, taking taking a frame with his, like, family in it, and then just, like, <laughs> pulling the back off, throwing his picture in the, throwing the picture in the garbage, and just tucking the frame under their, their arm. The dude got sent um, the assassin squad in. The dude! I sent him in over there to get, uh, all the files for Foster. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke. So, the the New York Times runs an expose on this, um, and the Justice Department opens an investigation into the failed Whitewater deal over this. Um, and so the media pressure begins to build, and on April twenty second, nineteen ninety four, um, Hillary Clinton gives an unusual. Uh, she gives this press conference. It's kind of unusual because first ladies usually don't give these types of press conferences. She does it in the the state dining room of the White House. Steve. And she Steve. I don't care. Do you? <laughs> Steve. She just she just she just points to the jacket. Don't fuck, make me tap the jacket. Fuck these. Don't make fuck me tap these. The I don't really care. Fuck these you? kids and their Christmas. Fuck them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Do you guys? You do, really care? Do, do you? Do you know what I'm talking? Do you know what I'm talking about? Did yes. We we know. Ryan, did you hear that recording? 
I heard the recording, and I remember the day that the first lady wore that jacket onto the plane. No, 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 not the it. jacket. Did you hear the recording about the Christmas? Yeah, thing? He, he's yeah, oh, oh, okay, okay. the Christmas recording. Okay, yeah. yeah, and I also saw the jacket the day she wore it, and I was like, "Holy shit, I, bitch! I have what a rule. are you doing? I have a rule in my <laughs> office. You're not allowed to talk religion or politics because." Yeah, you know, it's just bar rules, right? Like, there, somebody's going to get in a fucking argument because it's ideological and, you know, fuck right. it, right? And right. it was so hard that day not to say something about it. Like, what possessed you as a public figure to wear that fucking jacket, you know? On the way to the camps. What are you... On the way to the yeah. camps. What I was like, bitch, doing? what are you doing? You're like... You cannot make this look any worse, but somehow you are. It's, oh, so bad, so bad. Anyway, go ahead, Steve. So she gives this, she gives this press conference, um, and in it she says, you know, that the Clintons had a passive role in Whitewater, um, and that they hadn't, um, they they hadn't committed any wrongdoings, and she she also admitted, that, you know, that her explanations in the past have been vague. Um, and she also says that she was no longer opposed to the appointment of a special prosecutor to investigate the matter. So she says, "Come at me." Yeah, she says like you can you can investigate this. We didn't do anything wrong. Oh no, McDougal, um, you better I, call I w- somebody. Hillary just invited them to come in. <laughs> <laughs> I told her not to do it. Where's the Secret Service when you need them? <laughs> I asked the Secret Service to get me the special secret sauce. And <laughs> you're never gonna believe what it is. It's Thousand Island mixed with cocaine. <laughs> it's, it's Thousand Island dressing. It's basically Thousand yeah, Island really. dressing, but what they do is they, they run it through the spit valves of my saxophone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. Um, so, in this... Uh, um, it, yeah, that's the, what, the was, that was, that's what was on Lewinsky, by the way. It was just Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I had a Big Mac. Bill needs his snackies. Um, and and plus two other other media people are beginning to um, also say, you know, that a lot of this whitewater stuff is just sort of like um, the significance of it is being exaggerated. Dude, you're telling me a story right now, and you're just relaying facts, and I'm appalled at how stupid this all sounds. Like it's, this it, sounds this is on par with Iran Contra. It sounds so fucking stupid. Like the and you know what? I'll just go ahead and say it, and I, you know, I, again, I we do not want this to be a political podcast. I mean, it's going to rub up against politics quite often, but we don't want it to be politically motivated. But if yeah. half the shit that's going on right now with the current nut that's in there was going on like then, get the fuck out of here! Fucking four thousand dollars in taxes or some shit that he owed from nineteen eighty four. We've got to get Jesus rid of him. Christ. He's the worst person in history. Um, so it, Janet Reno, who at that time was the attorney general, um, she appoints a special prosecutor, Robert B. Fisk, um, to look into the Whitewater transactions. Um, so and, uh, and I'm Steve. I don't mean to interrupt you here, right? Well, you kind of do. Just well, I mean to in- I mean to interrupt you. Trust me, I got my stuff straight here, right? McDougs, the Dukes. What was the thing? Like, what was the the straw that broke the camel's back that went from nothing to all of a sudden the Clintons are under investigation for this? What was it? It was the was New York it? Times expose on Whitewater. 
Yeah, that the, the New York Times did an expose on this, and then the Justice Department investigated because of that. Okay, um, I guess maybe not. Okay, maybe not the New York Times. What, I mean, like, what like actual event was it? Was but, it the failure of the but bank? But dude, the fucking New York Times just did an expose that showed well, that there's an elderly poor man running the pr- the country right now. <laughs> it's why doesn't it do anything now? You you have to remember this is this is also like the early 90s so there's nothing going on in the world right now of course so, yeah, mortal no, combat course, going on. was really the highlight of everyone's day i mean but so but was you, it the failure of the bank was it the failure of the no bank it's because bill rolling? clinton became president yeah it's because it because it went from uh because it switched sides right because it went republican to democrat and it was after the iran well, contra well yeah, and that that Republicans want to to remove him from office, and then also it just sort of destroy his um, credibility, his his sort of image because he's like the most popular Democrat in in over a decade. Because you have to remember, Dude, he was Ronald really Reagan popular. was president from 1980 to 1988, and then George H. W. Bush from 88 to 92. Yeah, he okay. was really popular. I I remember I was just a kid, but uh, still, it's like. It was crazy how popular he was. I never heard any negatives, but I was also ten, so you know I was more concerned with whether or not I could beat Pilot Wings. So, yeah. Um, so during I still during beat this, it, by the way. <laughs> it's it's pretty it's tough. pretty tough game, right? <laughs> like when they fucking <laughs> miss that landing just by like a little bit, you know? Oh no, McDoug, pull up, McDougs. <laughs> so during during this investigation two major accusations are or two allegations um surface and they are that um that clinton had had exerted pressure um on an arkansas businessman named david hale um to make a loan that would benefit him and the owners of the madison guarantee bank um and that at, at, and that an arkansas bank had also concealed transactions involving uh clinton's um, a gubernatorial ca- uh, campaign um, in 1990. Um, so in in 1994, um, Fisk issues a, a grand jury subpoena um, to Bill and Hillary Clinton for all the documents relating um, to Madison Guarantee. It gave them a 30-day um, deadline, um, but um, the Clintons reported that those documents were missing. Of course, of course. Um, what later happens is two years later, um, the the billing records that had been subpoenaed um, from the Rose Law Firm were discovered in the the Clintons' uh, safe in the in the White House, <gasps> and, that Hil- and that Hillary's uh, fingerprints were on them, among other people's. God damn! Wait, wait, Hillary- wait, wait, wait. Let's back up a second here. The Clinton's fingerprints were on the Clinton safe. Well, on the document in the safe, the Clinton's, finger, so the Clinton's fingerprints, fingerprints were on the Clinton's were on the Clinton's documents in the Clinton safe. Clinton safe. Yes. Oh my god, dude! Somebody call. Oh, wait, 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 somebody wait, call wait, wait, the wait, FBI. Wait, We've up. got it. Back We've it got up, them, back dude. Up, Nailed them. Back it up. Hang on. Maybe I'll get yet. you, Beer Baron. One more time. The Clinton's fingerprints were on the Clinton's documents that were in the Clinton safe that were in the Clinton's private <laughs> residence in the White House. <laughs> Yes, we forgot about that because the safe could have been anywhere, dude. You know, what? but the you're safe making was in a the private residence of the White you're House. You're making a good point. That's true. I didn't even think about that. It was their house too. You gonna tell me they found her fingerprints on some shit that she owned in her own fucking house? I don't believe you, Steve. I I have a gun. I have several guns in my house, and uh, my fingerprints are all the fuck over them, dude. <laughs> you gonna be surprised if they find that too? 
So at, at that at that time, Robert Fisk himself was a Republican, um, but in August of 1994, um, he's replaced by Kenneth Starr. Ken Starr. Oh, I know this the, guy. I know to continue this guy. the investigation. Um, and this is done by a three-judge panel that had been appointed by um, Janet Reno. Hmm. Um, she was the attorney it, general, right? Yes, and this is also this is right before um, the reenactment of the Independent Council Law. Okay. Because at this time, there's there's a special law that makes its own independent council exist. Mm-hmm. Um, it, now it's the special council, um, and it's sort of folded into like legal law. Um, but at this time, this is one of those bills that has to go up. Like it has to be renewed every every so many years. Gotcha. Huh. Um, and Fisk is Fisk is replaced from doing this because he had been um, he had been appointed um, by Janet Reno, and Republicans were claiming that this caused uh, a conflict of interest. I mean, it really doesn't unless you really like squint. And he like just got out of a pool with a bunch of chlorine in it, and it's like the hour that your glasses are a lens crafters. Otherwise, it doesn't really, it doesn't really hold water. So, the the key witness in all of this um, early on is David Hale, that banker I mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. Um, he he alleged um, in 1992, in November of 1992, that Clinton had pressured him to provide an illegal. Um, three hundred thousand dollar loan to Susan McDougal. Okay. Um, and and Hale essentially said, you know, like his his whole de- defense was to say that he was a victim of like a high powered conniving politician. Oh my God! Stop it. Um. And so, but but what had happened was was that in November of nineteen eighty nine, um, when the FBI were investigating um the the failure of Madison Guarantee. Um, they had questioned Hale on it um, and the loan that he had given to the McDougals. Wow. Okay. Um, so what did they find out when they questioned him? So it, a- according to their, their interview, um, he he described his dealings with um, Jim Guy Tucker, um, who was a um, who, who was a private was attorney a professional and private wrestler. practice. What the fuck is with these names? It, it, it's Arkansas, man. John B. Good, David Hale, John Storm. By God, that's Jim Guy's music. Here's Jim Guy and, with the steel chair. Oh, by God. By and, God, their and, fingerprints are on their safe. <laughs> and their documents in their house. Hey, McDoug. Oh, my God. McDoug, you know what we're going to get off? We're going to get off because we, we touch everything in our safe. How about that? They're, they think they got us, but we we touch everything in our safe. <laughs> oh, man. Give, give him a little Mr. Socko. Um, so, it, it, so, the person that he was dealing with was the lieutenant governor. I don't know who, what. Who eventually becomes our, the lieutenant governor of Arkansas. I think we are. As far as a podcast, but we like wrestling. I, I like old wrestling. I don't like new wrestling. You like new wrestling? <laughs> well, you'd probably like you'd probably like AEW because it's like old wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I like when it was the WWF and versus like the WCW with Monday Nitro all the time. Like, yeah, you should, you definitely like AEW then. I don't know, man. Sting was my jam, and and Kevin Nash and all them fools. Razor Ramon. Uh, I got news for you. Uh, Kevin Nash is on Twitter, and he's real old. It's great. Oh, I follow him. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. 
I love how he's always talking about um, his IQ. He's like, I have 190,000 IQ, all right? And I know this. And you're just like, Well, he has to Jesus. stick it to Scott Steiner. Scott yeah. Steiner? Scott Steiner's IQ is way beyond any of us, dude. So he doesn't he doesn't start dropping some serious math on the situation. You take that 33 and a third percent <laughs> chance, and you run it, and Samoan Joe knows at sacrifice, chances of winning drastic go down. We will um, see you at Bash of the Beach on July 31st. <laughs> My brother Rick is scared because I'm taking a lot of juice right now. <laughs> when you're when you're an unnatural freak like me, because <laughs> I'm a freak and I'm not normal. <laughs> God damn it! Hey McDude, that Steiner's real jacked, ain't he? It's the dude. <laughs> In the interview, he mentioned the 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 future lieutenant governor Jim Guy Tucker, and he mentions the McDougals, but Bill Clinton doesn't come up. He he's never mentioned in the FBI interview. And so, Clinton Clinton denies that he had pressured Hale. Um, to, to prove the loan. Um, but by this time, uh, Hale was also pled guilty to two felonies. Oh my God. Um, and, and, and part of him, and he had gotten an agreement for a reduced sentence um, to testify against um, Bill Clinton oh. to sort of give a testimony. Every oh, time. It's some bullshit. So, so is, uh, Steve. is the dude going to get whacked? Um, can I get a spoiler? No, alert? but they, the dude's they, not going to get whacked, is he? Because he's going to he's going to like testify against Clinton. Well, uh, no, but this is this is Hale that's that's testifying against him. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was a Duke. My bad. He was the one that no. gave the loan to the Dukes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, and, and what it, what sort of uh, what charges are made against Hale saying that he had received um, cash payments from a group called the Arkansas Project. Um, which was, which was a two point five million dollar campaign um, set up to assist Hale in, in his defense. Okay. Um, and also to investigate um, uh, the Clintons from nineteen ninety three to nineteen ninety seven. So he essentially got was was essentially being paid by like a proto super PAC to like testify against the Clintons. All right. So let, right. Me, let me then ask you this because this is clearly a Political hey Ryan, job, hey Ryan, right? hey Ryan. Yeah, I like your style, there sir. You go. Now tell us what it is. Uh, this is a Goose Island IPA, the uh, next coast. So my question, Steve, right? Because this is very obviously like a political hit, right? Is what Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton did, what they did, like what we know that they physically did, the crimes they committed. Is it on par with the level of investigation that followed? Ryan, wait, no. I'm not even going to let Steve answer. Let me jump in here. Have you ever, Benghazi, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever owned a safe? <laughs> I, have, I have. I'm looking at mine right now. It's a fire right. safe. Right. And are there documents in there? My birth certificate, yeah, but, my original Yeah, but let's be honest here. Yeah. You yeah. don't touch those. No, never. Never since I've been born. So they're clearly guilty. It's <laughs> pretty obvious. Your fingerprints are all over them. Open and shut case, Johnson. Seen this once before when I was a rookie. We don't need Judge Janine to tell us the verdict of this. Dude, matter. I can't. I cannot fucking. <laughs> I can't fucking stand that woman, dude. You know what, Steve? Show some respect. She's gonna be a future Supreme Court justice. She's the next Supreme Court oh, justice. Baby. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. You don't understand. Wait till one of a croaks Janine's coming back. I know I, I know I do it a lot and I apologize, but I grew up I spent thirty years of my life in New Jersey. They were all my formative years. And she reminds me of 
just every bad, every like awful woman I ever met growing up, like every bad teacher, every bad functionary in a school, every business contact I ever had to deal with, it was a pain in the fucking ass. Just, oh my God. Plus, watch any video of her. She's fucking ridiculous. She's stupid. She's hysterical. She's like Nancy. She's, she's like Nancy Grace on fucking legal steroids. Like it doesn't make any sense. You know, it'd be like if Nancy Grace had a shred of credibility at all. You know, hey McDoug, I'm over here watching Nancy Grace. <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> oh my god. I can't stand her, man. Oh my god. It's amazing. I, I, it's amazing. I'm just. Oh. My but, cheeks hurt from laughing so much. <laughs> that's the, that's so the goal there, here. there's there's there there's another investigation into like all of this with Hale um, that's done by a Department of Justice investigator named Michael E. Um, Shaheen Jr. Um, and this report is uh, was filed in 1999 in July of 1999 to Kenneth Starr, um, and, and it essentially said that Hale had not been um, that he had not been paid. To, to influence his testimony, um, and this this report. But though, you just got as, done as saying I, that he was compensated. Well, well, I'm saying, well, this is the report from the Republicans who are who are hoping, who who essentially gave him the agreement, saying that like we'll give you a reduced sentence if you, te- you give testimony against Bill Clinton. Um, they did a report saying like, nope, he wasn't paid by any any possibly Republican. Um, dark money groups in order to testify against the president no no siri no siri um, no no bob no no and, and the thing is no too, ma'am no sir <laughs> that that as far as i know this um this report has never been made public um and it, it wasn't and it wasn't made and it, and it hadn't like even after um george w bush had become president it, it had not been made public of course not it's it's the clintons bro mother clintons. of Come on. god let's be real <laughs> so on and and Hale himself um he would later he would later um uh, plead guilty to some of his uh whitewater um felonies and he served 21 months out oh. of a out of a 28 month right, sentence. wait 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 he would plead guilty to some of his whitewater felonies uh you gonna you gotta yeah, elaborate to, on to that two buddy felonies. what did he do what did he plead guilty to? Just, just his involvement in the in the money and giving the the loans and stuff. But this is fucking like 20, 28 months. He probably did. He probably he probably pled guilty to fraud. They fucking found them. Not like they did not find them. Right? They. This all started with you saying that they forgave them, and said that they they didn't forgive them, but they basically no, said, this, you know, we're this not going to find you. This isn't the. This isn't the Clinton tax thing and their involvement with Whitewater. This is Hale's involvement in the Whitewater failure. That, this that is essentially specifically this, the banker. This, in this land scam, um, scam essentially. Oh. I'm just impressed that he actually served 21 months in prison. Now, it's, granted, it's a federal prison like – it's a fucking day camp. But he, I mean, because it's still impressive. As as part of like his thing of him – because he's involved in the same case that they're, that they're tangentially related to – they're like, well, we'll throw you a bone if you give testimony against Bill Clinton. Okay. Um, so, in, in January 26, 1996, um, Hillary Clinton testifies um, in front of a grand jury about her Whitewater investments. Um, and this is the first time in American history that a first lady had been subpoenaed to testify in front of a grand jury. They got her. They get. We fucking got her. Got her. In front of the grand jury. Let's go. <laughs> 
put her in the dirt. Can they can they finish it? They they're on the fucking ten. Can they get it to the end zone? Can they bury this bitch? Um, so she she testifies, you know, that she never borrowed any money from the bank and she denied having caused anyone to borrow money from the bank. <sighs> of course. Of course. Um, and then uh, eventually um, it this this is what leads to um, Hale um, that he uh, an arrest warrant is put out for Hale in July of 1996 um, saying that he had misrepresented the the solvency of his insurance company um, National Savings and Life to the the State Insurance Commission. Okay. Now, real quick, um, what is solvency? Because I'm like 34 <laughs> almost, but I don't know what solvency. It just is. means it, I've heard the term. Uh, it just means it that you have solvency. Money. Yeah, it essentially says that like if you're a, if you're a company that you claim to the government that you have such and such money that you can that you can pay all your bills. So he's basically saying I can pay my bills, and the government's like, yeah, prove it. And he's like, uh. Yeah, he's he's it's essentially a form of like business fraud to okay. do what he did. Okay. Um, it actually happens a lot. It's actually really common for businesses to do that. Yeah. It's one of what's really? one of the most common things that businesses do. And they operate insolvent. It, and and eventually Hale is um, convicted on this. Um, oh, I'm it, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. He serves- I didn't finish what I was saying, um, and I, it was kind of unclear. They operate insolvent, but they are uh, saying that they're solvent, like that they they can afford yeah. to pay their bills. That happens all the time. So they're saying they can. Yeah, I mean, you hear about it a lot. Like you'll find out that a company was operating like insolvent, but they were basically fudging the books, basically to say okay. you know that kind of thing. So it's a pretty common okay. thing. And so Hale is is also, um, and the the jury recommends that he gets a twenty one day jail sentence for his for his crime. Twenty one fucking days on top of twenty one months. For, for yeah, so this is in nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Um, so uh, eventually, what happens is that Star drafts an impeachment um, referral to the House of Representatives in the fall of nineteen ninety seven, saying that there is quote unquote substantial and credible evidence. That Bill Clinton committed perjury regarding Hale's allegations. Uh oh. Here we go. First try. Oh, I'm sorry. Bill Clinton lied under oath? No. Oh, no. You I know what, McDuke? I gotta go. They're, they're trying to impeach me now. Oh, oh the Duke. So, and, and a lot of what they go at is based on that, um, that, that, Arkansas, um, that Arkansas project that I mentioned earlier, um, which is sort of this thing of like people who are disgruntled at the Clintons. Um, sort of attributing qu- uh, crimes to them. Are you talking about that that Arkansas deal where they got like ten thousand acres for thirty six dollars? Yeah. In the Ozarks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said here. Listen, I got three hundred and forty two acres. Just give me whatever's in your wallet. We'll call it even. <laughs> I mean, it's essentially what the fuck they did. I mean, what Jesus are you gonna Christ. do with a bunch of land in the fucking Ozarks, huh? Hold on to it, baby. No, I'm gonna build a model home. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, so, I think that's crazy. So, uh, right, right before this had happened, um, Star had um, star. Every time you say, every time you star, say star, I just think of like someone. I'm gonna make you a star. I don't know why. So Star had tried to um, had, had tried to um, leave the the task force, <laughs> and he was gonna. He was gonna I don't want to take do this a, anymore. <laughs> I'm going home. 
pre- pretty much, and he wanted to to take up a teaching job at Pepperdine University. That's a pretty farm, remember? Pretty prestigious university. Pepperdine remembers. <laughs> well, so he wanted to take up a teaching job. Um, but he keeps going because um, because of the new evidence of of sexual misconduct that was sort of coming to light that had been oh, happening in the White House. Oh shit! Um, oh boy, so, Bill got a blowy. <laughs> So they so they keep it going because of these these rumors and allegations, um, and and going back to the to the Arkansas project, one of the things they allege is that uh, the Clintons had been sort of in a in a criminal enterprise with a guy named um, Webster uh, Hubble. Jesus fucking Christ! Are you what serious? The fuck are, these names? are you serious? <laughs> this fucking guy's named after a dictionary and a telescope, motherfucker. <laughs> What is going on with these people? What is with these people's names, dog? Anyway, the um, two people that were people. helping Bill out with the murders, their names were Smith and Wesson. But <laughs> so what? What had happened? I it was and Cock, McDude okay. called Winchester. I need me a gun. And they <laughs> were they, and they were they were claiming that that Hillary and 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 Hubel, who had also been a. Um, also a lawyer at the Rose Law Firm, ha- had been committing fraud multiple times, um, uh, 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 often against their own firm. But, but what sort of comes out um, during during the actual investigation into it is that Hillary Clinton was actually like a victim of, of Hubel, that, that she was not like an accomplice of him. I'm sorry, did you hear him try to church it up and call him Hubel? Listen, it's Hubel. guy's name's there, Hubble. What's, it's H-U-B-B-E-L. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Hubble. That's, that's Hubble. Hubble, and he was definitely <laughs> he was definitely a satellite to the Clinton crime family. <laughs> <laughs> so, in in December of 1994, um, he uh, he pleads guilty to mail and uh, mail fraud and tax evasion. Uh oh. Um, and what what happens is is that when he goes to jail. Um, he, he's recorded saying in prison, I need to roll, roll over one more time, um, <laughs> in, in relation to the, the law firm lawsuit. Some stuff that you should not be saying in prison. <laughs> so, it, it is, um... You just need he, to roll over one more time. Hang who on. recorded that? Like, the local prison, prison snitch? Like, what was that? <laughs> I guess, I, he probably said it to the guards. He was like, listen, he's like, listen. I'll tell you what. Guys, I'm not even lying. The police department <laughs> and the attorney general's office will put people in jails that will swear under oath to what you say. So if you're like a capital murder suspect and you're in general population, they will plant, not always, but they will plant people in your cell to see what you'll say if you'll admit to it. And that is admissible in court. I'm going to need you to say in Minecraft, just because you're making a, a very sweeping generalization there. I'm I'm saying it's, it's absolutely it's, happened. It's it's not. That's actual practice. Okay, okay. I just want like you know that those kinds of things. Like I, I don't. I totally believe you. Don't ever get me wrong. I'm just one of those guys where like if you say something like that, I need that extraordinary evidence. Like I need the evidence. Well, I'm not saying that it happens Steve, all the time. Steve, is it is it so I'm hard to believe? That it does happen? No, it's not hard to would... believe. I again, listen to me clearly. I said I believe he's telling the truth. But I need evidence. Period. So listen, it's not like they're putting people in there like wearing a wire like the Sopranos. It's just mm-hmm. they'll put a cop in jail right. and say, and, and he'll and he'll while. be a jacked up 
multiple murderer who kills Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in guy, Minecraft. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. A guy, a guy who buried seven people in his backyard or whatever. Yeah, this fucking muscle <laughs> monster <laughs> goes in with. We better put. Who should we put Epstein in with where he'll be safe? Uh, go ahead and put Hillary. him in with uh, the, the white Ronnie Coleman. Go ahead and put him in there with that guy. <laughs> he'll be just fine. Uh, well, you know, he's. I guess he's jacked up like Ronnie Coleman. R- Ronnie Coleman never killed seven people and buried them in his backyard. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Put him in there. Whatever. The guy looks like Chris Benoit. Whatever you he want. Looks, whatever dude, cell you want to put him in. He looks like six Chris Benoits. Have you seen that guy? <laughs> Joe Rogan <laughs> got chubbed huge. up over him. That's how you know he's jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> Rogan's like, look at him, man. He's like a monster. Look at him. Oh. He's like a, he's an he's an like a gorilla. <laughs> he's an animal. He's <laughs> just an animal. Could, now, who would win in a fight, Jamie? That guy or McDougue? Jamie, can you pull up that video of the gorilla from last week? <laughs> oh, that's a nice gorilla. So, eventually, when, when these people who are involved in, in Whitewater start being called um, to testify... Based um, on the Hub- this guy in jail flipping? Well, him him saying that Hubble actually will not... He refuses to cooperate with Star. Smart man. He knows he's going to be number two on the Clinton body count. The CBC, um, Wait, did will. no one die did- between the first guy and, and this guy? Not that I know of. Mm. Good, an- or no good one, answer. No one, no one, good answer, Steve. Hey, McDuke, I'm <laughs> listening to the well, trilateral troika. You have to understand troika. that they're like, it's like that guy was in front of Hillary Clinton in the line at Starbucks, and now he's dead. So she obviously did. <laughs> it was like the level of some of these like. Oh, it's insane. It's insanity. <laughs> it's insanity. Yeah. There's no evidence that they've done any of these crimes. It's ins- like they've done crimes. But murder? But this is it's just it's just like white collar, like right. just rich people being shitty like stuff. Like like stuff that like people don't even balk at or they even bother like prosecuting. Yeah, it's stuff that you can and you know what? I'll go a step further. I'll say it even more precisely. It's stuff you could totally believe they did. That you, you could probably easily convince anyone that they did that stuff. But they it's a hit piece. Yeah, but then they have to go after the dumb shit that doesn't make any sense and really just makes me sick of listening to someone. That's what I meant, by the way, when I was talking about how, like, the Clintons are, like, just, I can't stand talking about them anymore. Because, like, I, I, that's all I ever hear about these fucking people, man. They're just boring, rich, white people. That's all. Yeah, every boring, one of their crimes is bullshit. Mayonnaise-ass white people. That's it's, it. like, stuff that I've come to, unfortunately, be desensitized to. You know, and all the ridiculous, all mm-hmm. the ridiculous stuff is not real. It's just not fucking yeah. real. Yeah. So and and Hubble as well. When when he refuses to cooperate, he uses the the Fifth Amendment right. um, against self incrimination. Uh. Um, so him, um, Jim Guy Tucker, and Susan McDougal all refuse to cooperate with Star, which puts them in contempt of, of court. Susan McDougal. Um, mm. Um, Tucker and and Susan are, are are later pardoned by um, by Bill Clinton. Tucker Carlson. Um, what? <laughs> Tucker Carlson. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jim Guy. Sorry, Jim Guy Tucker. G- sorry. Jim Guy Tucker. Remember the? Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion. Jim Guy Tucker. Yeah. And in this Bog corner, on. standing five nine, with a weight. NWA World Champion. Jim Guy Tucker. Um. So by the by the time the the 
the grand jury panel in Arkansas is is done in May of 1998. Um, after after 30 months, the only one they find in contempt uh, is Susan McDougal, or the only one they indict for contempt is Susan McDougal. Figures you'd be uh, the woman that takes the fall. That's bullshit. Um. So it and. She refused to testify under oath regarding the, the Clintons in Whitewater, um, but she did um, say to the media that her um, that her former husband um, Jim McDougal that he was that he was cooperating with Starr under under being like mad at Bill Clinton because Bill Clinton didn't take him to to Washington with him, uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, and that she says that James. Um, that, that James felt abandoned, um, and that he was quote unquote going to pay back the Quins. I would like. I would honestly feel the opposite. I would feel that a friend wouldn't bring you to Washington with him. Oof. Um, yeah. No. And and she also alleges that her that um, that her husband had been talking with this um, with a Republican activist lawyer in Little Rock named Sheffield Nelson. Um, and that Nelson was willing to pay him money um, to talk to the New York Times about the Clintons in 1992. Mm-hmm. May I just say that I love how you say Lil Rock. Like, it sounds like a uh, like a mumble rapper. Lil Rock. Like you say Lil. Yeah, you say Lil. Lil, Lil it's Rock. Just, it's very, it's very uh, interesting. Lil Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Mods changed my name to Lil Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can get what's his name to do that on the Discord, <laughs> and that, and that he that he had told the um, and that he had t- the dude and, and that he had told Susan that one of Quentin's political enemies was paying him to talk to the New York Times about Whitewater. Uh, um, she she also claimed from the beginning that that Ken Starr had offered her global immunity. Um, if she would cooperate with the Whitewater investigation, global immunity. You could go anywhere. Right, so let me on tell Earth. you what I did in Germany. You could go anywhere. Tell you what I did in Argentina. You could go anywhere you and want. I get immunity from everything. anywhere you want on Earth right now, and nobody's gonna get you because I'm Ken Starr and I'm giving you global immunity. The fuck. Uh, so, 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 Ken, I um, I committed murder in Estonia. No problem. Global immunity, <laughs> but she was so because she refused to answer questions while under oath. Um, she was found in civil contempt of court. Look, I get um, it, right? Was, I get it. You're on the stand, and there's a guy there, or or I'm sorry, there's a person there, and they're trying to get you to say something to make their case, right? And you don't want to say anything, but I I am of the mind that a huge majority of the time. If you are just forthright and you're innocent, you'll be okay. Like as long as you as mm-hmm. long as you didn't do anything, you should be okay. If you if well, you, you if wait. you have to take the fifth or not answer questions when you're on the fucking stand, I already don't believe you. Well, the thing is is that like this is already so much of a of a witch hunt that she is given the maximum eight, of 18 months for contempt of court. Susan McDougal? It, yeah, oh, and she no. spends eight months in isolation. Hey, McDuke, sorry about your wife. McDuke. I know you couldn't stand that woman. You're... 
<laughs> so I put her in jail for 18 months. <laughs> oh, the Doog is back. The Doog, hey, come on by, buddy. We're going to blow a few bong blows through my saxophone. <laughs> so if, if you look at like what happened with Iran Contra, where they were actually like breaking the law, and and how much how much court time or how much prison time those those people involved in that case did, you know Susan McDougal for for being found in contempt of court was given eighteen months and eight of them were in isolation. She spent eighteen months in in like the hole. No, mm-hmm. eight months in the hole. Eight months so, though in the hole. Yes, yeah. So she spent she spent. Um, Almost half of her prison time in isolation. What the fuck? Why? I'm I'm not entirely sure why that happened, but this is all this is all essentially um, from Star's indictment. That's so gross. Um, now, Ryan, do you know so, anybody that did like whole time? Uh, I do. Uh, personally, I do. As a matter of fact, somebody very close to me that did 180 days straight. In the how is that? Do they let you out at all, or like, are you just in there for the whole time? So it works like this, at least in the state of Florida. Uh, every third day, you come out for 20 minutes for a shower. Uh, you're supposed to be offered one hour a day of recreation to go outside. But unfortunately, uh, according to the Department of Corrections, they don't have enough officers to staff the outside areas. Convenient. Uh, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> they don't have enough officers to staff the outdoor recreation area for inmates that are in confinement. Uh, so... Thus, you forfeit outside time. Uh, the 180 days that I spent in confinement, I did every third day. I got a shower for 20 minutes, and that was the extent of my time out, out of my cell. 20 minutes a day. Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry, 20 minutes every third day. Okay, there we go. Jesus Christ. And she spent eight months of that for lying under oath? That seems like... Well, no, not, she didn't even lie. She just refused to cooperate. It seems like a tennis court crime, you know? That's one of those crimes. You got a that, like, juiced racket. You in like quote unquote jail. Like, all right, you're in jail. Listen, you're in jail. Your bunkmate is Wesley Snipes, and t- down the hall, you know, you got a bunch of other famous people. Like, just relax, kick back. Y'all are good. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> so the Star Report is released in September of 1998, um, and when it. And, and most of it sort of focuses on the Lewinsky scandal because Whitewater is only mentioned in passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was that uh, a friend of Clinton's, Vernon Jordan, um, had tried to help Webster Hubble um, by by offering him no-show consulting contracts. I'm glad um, you're pronouncing his name correctly. While he was <laughs> pressured to cooperate with the Whitewater investigations. Um, and... And it's sort of like um, that, that the Monica Lewinsky investigation just sort of took over the original um, Whitewater um, investigation because, you know, there really wasn't anything there. So they went with the one thing they could get and they just just stuck with that. Wow. Okay. Um, and so and. Along with the independent council, both houses of Congress um, have been investigating uh, Whitewater as well and holding hearings on it. Hmm. Who was uh, in charge of the houses at the time? The Republicans or the Democrats? Um, I believe at this time it was it was Democrats, okay. um, because the um, because it was um, 
it, it was eventually uh, postponed, um, but the Democratic Banking Committee chair, um, it, it sort of was um, sort of opposed to it. Sure. Uh, but they, they began the hearings in July of 1994. Um, and then the Senate Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs Committee um, also began hearings on Whitewater in July of 1994. Uh, but eventually what happens is that in May of 1995, the Republicans gain control of um, of the, the House. Um, and so they they form a special Whitewater Committee to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like all the special Benghazi committees they formed, dude. They're still fucking uh, forming them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> fucking makes no sense. She's been exonerated like fifteen thousand times now. She over there in Benghazi. So the the Whitewater committees hearings um, were were a lot more extensive than those held by the Democrats, um, and they ran for three hundred hours over sixty sessions across thirteen months. And they took over ten thousand pages of testimony, and uh, and thirty five thousand pages of depositions from almost two hundred and fifty people. That right there tells me that these are fucking Republicans. Whole bunch of bullshit is what that is. Three hundred hours, bro. Suck my boat. Are you kidding? They're just me? projecting. Get the They're fuck. just projecting. Get the fuck out of They're here. Just, Get the fuck out. It's just out projection of here. again. That's all it is. That's how you know it's Republicans. That's how you know it's Republicans. Well, that's how you know That's money. how you know that some of them actually are guilty of the exact same crime. That's basically what it is. Mhm. So, mm-hmm. eventually the the Senate Special Whitewater Committee issues an 800-page majority report on June 18th, 1996. Um which, which doesn't really, like, actually, it only hints at, at President Clinton um, at actually doing anything wrong. Um, but it does say, quote-unquote, an American presidency that misused its power, circumvented the limits of on its authority, and attempted to manipulate the truth. I'm sorry, can you say that one more fucking time, just so everybody and all the way in the back heard you say that? An American presidency that misused its power, circumvented the limits on its authority, and attempted to manipulate the truth. Okay, thank you. Um, the and and a lot of this, this is a lot of where like sort of the the Hillary Clinton is being like the the central figure in all this, um, is because she's alleged to be the central figure in this report. So it's her that's that's doing it, not Bill. Well, it, it's not even that because because remember they don't actually accuse them of a crime, but they believe that she's like a central figure. Like like she didn't do anything wrong, but she's oddly in the middle of all this, so she's also, probably remember a, that they're up Hillary Clinton's ass because she's a woman. How much money was spent, yeah? Because like, she's because she's this. a woman who said she doesn't want to bake, right? Because she made I mean, a because she made a remark about not not being a housewife in, during the presidential short, that's election. It. That's a bunch of bunch of fucking men who feel threatened by a woman and are scared of women. That's what they do. Oh, it's certainly part of it. Absolutely. Um, the, the Democratic Minority Committee, um, they called the findings a quote-unquote a legislative trage- uh, travesty, um, a witch hunt, and a political game. Well, that's all it was. Um, on November 19th, 1998, Ken Starr testifies to the House Judiciary Committee um, on the impeachment charges against Bill Clinton over the Lewinsky scandal. Um, so he, um, he says that he had, um, that he had considered preparing an impeachment report, 
um, regarding that $300,000 loan to Susan McDougal mm-hmm. um, and, and whether the president had testified truthfully on it, uh, truthfully on it. Um, I, I sort of mentioned that earlier that that was like one of the things that that, that he was talking about doing. Um, but he eventually held back because he wasn't really sure because um, the, he didn't know if the two major witnesses had, had told the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't know if they had enough evidence to actually like do it. Gotcha. Um, and regarding the 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 Rose Law Firm documents that that were in the safe that the, the Clintons had, the um, smoking gun. Um, Star said um, that they found no explanation for the disappearance or reappearance. Oh no, it's not like you know it was just in these people's fucking files. Do you think that... All right, listen, this is the one thing I get irritated. Do you not think these people have 17 billion fucking pages of documents in their house? Like, even legitimate shit, like the Clinton Foundation and all that, they have so much paperwork. And Uh, for these specific couple papers to go missing really isn't that crazy. You know what, buddy? You know what? I really hope they're not touching it, okay? Because if their fingerprints are on this paperwork, I mean... They're dead. What are they doing? I mean, they could... Guilty, guilty, guilty. Exactly. I mean, uh, I'm just saying. Um, This this is a quote from Star relating to it. After a thorough investigation, we have found no explanation um, how the billing records got where they were or why they were not discovered and produced earlier. It remains a mystery to this day. And then he would go on to completely exonerate President Clinton um, of any of the the wrongdoings related to the previous uh, Travelgate and Filegate um, controversies. Now, after a thorough investigation, we have found no explanation as to why Mrs. Clinton's billing records ended up in her house, in her personal safe. We well, have exhausted all avenues of investigation. Like, you just cannot figure you just it out. sound like Lindsey Graham now. It's totally fine if you walk across South Carolina black as long as you're a Republican. Listen, I have a high-pitched voice, and I sound like more of a man than Lady G, okay? Oh, my God. He's the worst. Um, so, and, and even though he says, you know, that there was that they didn't do anything wrong with these files, um, he waits until after the 1998 congressional elections to deliver this, like, this information that they hadn't done anything wrong. Taking a page right out of Mr. Woodward's playbook. Um, and Ken Starr's um, eventual successor as independent counsel, Robert Ray, um, released a report in September of 2000 um, that stated, This office determined that the evidence was insufficient to prove to a jury beyond a reasonable doubt that either President or Mrs. Clinton knowingly participated in any criminal conduct. So somebody else is going to get bodied soon, huh? Um, and then so he... Um, he he still criticized the the White House for for how they handle things for not turning things over um, as as quickly you know not not just like turning over everything immediately to the um, to the investigation. I love how they can't find anything to pin on these people. So like, well, you should just cooperate it faster then. Well, because get fucked. <laughs> one of the reasons he brings it up is because the eventual cost of the Whitewater investigation is sixty million dollars. I was about to say. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, but it has nothing to do with the 300 hours and 60 sessions and 13 months and 10,000 pages of testimony. Got nothing to do with all that. It's got to do with the fact that she just didn't produce, or they, sorry, they didn't produce documents. Fact. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. Dude, it's just ridiculous. Like, that is just so much money, man. 
Like that's why I was thinking uh, probably about twenty minutes ago, but I didn't want to interrupt you. As odd as that seems, uh, that uh, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was just like, how much does all this cost? Like these fucking years and like just months of just bullshit. And and you we're paying for it, right? It's paid for with tax dollars. Yeah. Yep. And nothing comes from it. The and then dollars. no one, there's no accountability at the end of it. Like, there's no accountability at all. Because it just, it's just nothing. They're it's just like, served oh, well, political it's, it's ends. Clo- investigation is closed. That's it's it. It's so bad, man. Done. Bill and Hillary, um, they, they never actually visited um, the Whitewater property. All that, and they never even fucking went yeah, there? Yeah, that's, that's actually um, pretty and, common. And, 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 and what had happened was in May of 1985, um, Jim McDougal had sold the remaining lots um, to a to a local realtor named Chris Wade. Um, and by um, 1993, um, there had been a couple houses built on the the land, but you know uh, most of the properties were still for sale. Okay. Um, and the people who lived there too, they also got really annoyed because reporters would would come to the site and like just just like go into the neighborhood to report there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, um, so that's like a pretty setback area too, like in the middle of nowhere. So I guess you could get kind of tired of seeing a bunch of reporters. And then, um, and in 2007, there were about um, 12 houses um, in the subdivision. 2007. Yeah. Okay. A lot of like because of the handling of the office of the independent council, um, and and all of the money and, and time it took to, to sort of do these like pointless investigations. Um, investigations that even Ken Starr eventually said that he was opposed to. Um, the the independent counsel law was allowed to expire in 1999. Good. And the the office of the independent counsel um, was converted into the special counsel um, special counsel's office. Hmm. Good. 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 So that is. The the Clinton crime family up until that up, is Whitewater up until nineteen ninety whatever up to up to about when they stopped being like president so two thousand but they never stopped investigating <laughs> they're, they're still investigating well, to this day why the investigation in Whitewater was officially closed. no 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 I mean like um, investigating the Clintons like in general for yeah yeah hyper. there there are people who are. Well, well, now they don't even have to actually like look for real crimes. They just like make up stuff. And they say it, like, "That's yeah, my thing." Know, it's, it's just we we are in a post-truth world. I mean, like, there's no other way to put it. You don't have to be right. You just have to say something people think might be real and just go with it, and people will just buy into it. Like when um, when Clinton was going up against Trump, you know, uh, I asked someone in the office because they were just talking about Clinton about how she was like evil and all this stuff, and I was like. What has she done? Like I, I said, like seriously, what crimes has she committed? I've asked that same question, and nobody can no, give me a solid No one answer. ever it's gives you a solid like, answer. Uh, 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 and if you uh, uh, look it up, yeah. there's no answer because there are none. And then she's completely exonerated from all the other stuff. It's like they've just—I mean, I don't—I like, listen. I, I don't—I don't feel bad but... for them at all. Like I don't have any empathy for them. Yeah. But I have empathy to the extent that they've just been skewered uh, by ideologues for 30 years. You know, probably longer. Yeah. And they they are shitty. Like, they've committed crimes, but th- it's just, 
It's just like, give up, you fucking assholes. <laughs> like, Jesus. It's, listen, it kind of goes back to that whole, like, fascism thing. Like, you have to have an enemy. Always got to have hey, an enemy. McDude. And it's, it's very easy to target somebody like Hillary because she's been in the public eye since the, what, the 80s? They had me in, they had me in cuffs, McDougal. I slid right out of them. That's why they call me Slim Willie. <laughs> oh, man. We, but, we didn't even... Like, it's very easy to target somebody like Hillary because, again, she's been in power for so long and these dudes are terrified of her because she's a woman. And while she has absolutely done shady shit... I'll see you that's kind of in their Salt Lake City. Going. <laughs> and my wife will be there, too, because I can't go anywhere without her. What are you, Mike Pence? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's just bullshit. Like, it's just projection nonsense again. Come along, mother. I'm surprised he was allowed on the debate stage with Kamala. He was. His wife was within a 30-foot radius. So, <laughs> I, the, My whole problem with that whole thing is it's pretty obvious he has he has COVID. Like, it's just pretty obvious. He like, canceled all his plans for the weekend. And, yeah, there's no way and he, he had pink eye on stage. He was in the orbit yeah. of all the people who are infected. It's it's so ridiculous. And, you know, it's funny about that. It's not funny, actually. It's tragic. It's all tragic, in, in my opinion. Uh, even Trump getting it's tragic. It's tragic stupidity. Tragic stupidity. But, like... Nothing tragic about it, oh, sir. It's, it's, it's an absolute it. travesty of human intelligence. It, it, like everything that this current administration does, it doesn't make It just sense. doesn't add up at the end. You know, it just doesn't add up. Every every time every time the news comes on and they talk about the current administration, I zone out. I just out. turn it off. I really don't even listen to what My they wife. say. And I just hear My. the curb your enthusiasm thing. That's it. Yeah, that's, I, uh, that's all I hear. It's all I, I just turn. Hear. My wife and I just turn it off. Like, we just can't. I spend I, – I've cut myself off. I spend about 30 minutes a day unless someone hits me with headlines of uh, active investigation into it. And then I'm just, I'm so sick of it. It's ridiculous. And, you know, to listen to this stuff about Whitewater, you realize, like, like all this was for naught, and they spent millions of our, our tax dollars on it, you know? And you're just sitting there. Every single time they tell me that they don't have the money for something, I just want to throw up, you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to throw up. And with that, and with McDuke, that. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and end the episode. No. I hope y'all had like fun. Dude. I gotta go practice. See you down at Whitewater. I'm gonna dude. go practice some uh, neo soul chords on my saxophone. I'm so glad Steve cleared up Whitewater. It's not Bill Clinton's come. I'm so glad that I know. <laughs> no, it now. turns out that it's actually <laughs> probably less of an issue than Bill Clinton's come. <laughs> Whitewater, less of an issue than Bill Clinton's come. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Later. <laughs> <laughs>